1: Hiya folks, you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 191 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on February the 16th, 2020. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler and I am not joined this week by my good friend and and, uh, colleague... Peter Mandel, uh, but we'll get to that in one second. Folks, Pete and I are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magical Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Okay! Uh, so no Pete this week. Uh, well, I mean, there will be Pete this week. Uh, I am doing more than one episode to kind of make it up to you guys that we've been away for so long. Uh, Pete and I have had just a million schedule conflicts, most of them on my end, just because I do way too much, and I've been um, just taking on more and more projects, and I should not. Um, but we are living in the present now, not the past. And I have brought in a special guest who's been on the show numerous times before. Uh, it is my friend all the way up from Maine. It is my Maine man, Zachary Adams. What's going on, my friend?
2: Hey, how you doing today?
1: Did you appreciate the, the Maine man dad joke?
2: I yeah I I appreciate all dad jokes and that is to be expected. I, I and I've at, spent enough time I'm with you to know that
1: you, in... that you appreciate a good pun.
2: Oh I oh yes and and never be a coward and always mean your puns.
1: Yes. What were you just saying?
2: Always intent.
1: Before I cut you off cuz that's what happens on this show.
2: <laughs> always. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was going to say, I I am still filling the quota. So there is uh, still two men and one mouse. Exactly. Um, As far as I know, I am a man, um, unless I am a Muppet.
1: (laughs) Am I a man or am I? I love that song. I love that whole movie. That whole movie is just a gem and a treasure. Uh, But anyway, that movie
2: is a gem. I love it.
1: This is going to be kind of a a, a different kind of two men in the mouse episode today. We're we're not really following a format. We're just kind of like, like... going like having just kind of having a conversation that we were gonna have anyway but um you know what i will explain to you after the commercial break so we're gonna take a quick commercial break hear from our sponsors and the rest of the white dragon podcast network and we'll be back with our topic for today so stick around folks more two men in the mouse coming at you right after this you know pete it's hard work planning a disney vacation Course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more, more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use the services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney, very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied working with Dave you're likely to pay less and get more and what's better than that Peter Mandel tell me you never pay a charge for Dave's services it is 100% free Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say That's I did like that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney cruise line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all you kids. He gave them to us. Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. All Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name. on. It. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard to book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and be our guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you gotta return them before you leave the park that day. This is gonna make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are gonna thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic workdays to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday, where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian, and the host of Storybook Radio – a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content.
0: Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm... uh, Well, I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the monster world, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mortymonster. I'm on Instagram as Morty Monster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as Morty Monster BFF. From there you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications, and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster.
1: Okay, thanks for sticking with us through the commercial, guys. Uh, So, Zach and I – so, Zach is um, planning something pretty big uh, in his life, and it it is something that he was going to be asking me about anyway. Um, Do you want to tell everybody what it is?
2: Sure. Um, So, uh, it's looking at autumn of 2021. um, I am going to be making, along with my wife, uh, Becky, uh, going to be making the deep dive – 1530 miles south to the uh, Orlando area. And he's not talking Long about vacation
1: term. folks. He's talking about he they are moving here. They're living yes. here. So two of my best friends are are moving to Orlando and I could not be more excited about it. You know, it's funny I didn't I didn't allow myself to get excited about it until now because like, you know, I've had plenty of friends being like I'm moving to Orlando and then it doesn't happen, but like you told me like no, this is a thing like other, like your parents are already on board with it too, and they're moving down for a bit. So this seems like it's happening, and I am all for it. Um, and so now I'm excited. So obviously Zach was going to ask my advice on it because I have taken the Florida plunge, um, which I guess that's like a trademark term. That is a Facebook group, by the way. Taking the Florida the taking the Florida plunge. It's a really good group. And it, it, like, if you have qu- like people with questions about moving to Florida, specifically even Orlando, can join that. I joined it when I was moving and it was a huge help. Um, but we're going to kind of just sit and kind of wrap about what it's like because I hear from a lot of you guys and you say to me, like, Oh, I wish I could live in Orlando. Oh, it's my dream to retire to Orlando someday. Or, or, you know, we're, we're trying to get a job in Florida so we can move to, uh, to the Orlando area. And a lot there's a lot that goes into it, and I figure this would be a good resource for a lot of you who have ever even entertained the thought of moving to Orlando and living near the magic and being able to go to Disney whenever you want. Um, so this week, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Zach and I are talking about moving to Orlando. This is one of those things I could never talk to Pete about because Pete will never move to Orlando.
2: <laughs> Understandable. But I mean he's he's got, you know, a lot of roots in yeah. uh in, in New Jersey. Though, I mean, as I, see, I do here in Maine. But.
1: Yeah, I mean I could see Pete, you know, driving the Disney bus when he retires someday. Like I think he said that before. But I mean that's gonna be a long, long way off. Um but uh so you are moving here a lot sooner than Pete ever would because you were coming in um a little more than a year. So yeah. um what Like how long has this been? Like I remember you guys were talking about moving to the other coast. You were going to be moving toward Disneyland, but instead you're going to be coming to Walt Disney. So what? what, Why Walt Disney World instead of moving to Disneyland?
2: Okay. Well, um, there was there's a few things. Uh, Obviously, I uh, or obviously I should say Becky um, was in the Los Angeles area for nigh on a decade. Yes. uh, Until she until. She uh took the foolish idea to move back here to her hometown of in in Maine yeah. and uh and you know, for us to have our happily ever after. Um, but ever since she moved back here, uh it's been an idea of hey, you know, we want to move to warmer climates. We we don't want to be here in Maine anymore. Uh we're mainly uh boom boom <laughs> Maybe. Intend your puns. Uh, we're, we're mainly still here because my daughter is still in high school mm-hmm. and she goes to a really nice private school that's setting her up for everything that she wants to do in her future. Right. And uh, come 2021, uh, she will have graduated in you know June or so of 2021. Um, we do not want to make the move at the beginning of summer. I figure if we get there in autumn, we can – Kind of, uh, you know, slowly turn up the temperature and and deal with summer the next year. <laughs>
1: yeah, see, now, now my move date was July 11th.
2: Wow. Yeah,
1: like it, it just kind of happened to work out that way. I moved here July 11th, 2015 in the in the dead heat of summer. I mean, it was maybe the most masochistic thing I've ever done in my life. So, yeah, you're doing it right by not moving in the middle of the summer because that was terrible. Thankfully, I didn't have much more than a couple of – I didn't have any furniture or anything to move. I just had a couple of boxes. So, yeah. you know, I traveled really light and, and drove – now, have you ever driven? Because you're going to have to drive from from Maine down here to move
2: everything down. Um, I, I have personally never driven all the way to Florida. Uh, I did live in North Carolina for a short while, so I have driven to North Carolina and back. And I have ridden in the back of a van when I was a child uh, with my grandparents down to Florida to do the Grampy's going to take you to Disney World trip when I was a young child.
1: Gotcha. And so Disney World's been like a big part of your life for a long time. So like this has got to have been a dream of yours for forever, right?
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah, it definitely has. Um, And, you know, my intention is not to move down there and work for Disney uh, right. you know, I've got, I've got other goals and I've got other things that my specialties are, um, which probably wouldn't align with, uh, w- with having a job at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do want to be around the magic and, you know, the intention originally was to move to Los Angeles back to the Los Angeles area where she was, uh, originally. Um, but, uh, friends who were there now, uh, amusingly enough live in Orlando Yes. <laughs> so, uh, including, including our godchildren. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it, moving to Los Angeles, even though we're both familiar with the area and we, we, we both love, uh, you know, where she was out there and where I liked visiting. Mm. Um, there's a lot more people that we care about that are in the Orlando area. Um, and at the end of the day, even though I've gone to Disneyland plenty of time, Uh, times disney world obviously be being the number one orange bird guy uh disney world is always going to be my home park
1: heck yeah absolutely uh so yeah that that is i mean an amazing point and um so i mean you're still more than a year out so you're really not like right now you're kind of in logistic in logistic mode right like have you looked at any of the areas down here
2: Yeah, uh, we, we've started to, I mean, we both downloaded the Zillow app on our phones and, and, and we'll, we'll, you know, if I've got some free time and I want to do a little daydreaming, uh, you know, I'll, I'll scan the areas, uh, you know, to see what's available for housing. Um, we haven't really started the job search too much. Uh, because of the fact that it's, it's a, yeah. Oh, Hey, you know, um, you know, I, I would like to apply, but I would like to apply from a year and a half ne- from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nobody's going to hold a job for that, um, for that long. Uh, so that's not, it, that'll be something we are very much in, um, in hurry up and wait mode. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think our next big project will be, uh, this summer, um, we're going to start paring down what we have in the house, you know, the, uh, the old uh, yard sale, garage sale, whatever, you know, whatever you happen to call it uh, in whatever part of the world you, you're listening to this from.
1: Right. Um, And that, that's, that's definitely a good thing because it's a long way to have to, you know, take your stuff. So it's definitely good to pack as light as you can. Now, like, would you like bring all your furniture or would you get new furniture down here?
2: I, I, we've, we've discussed it and there's a very good chance that, I mean, where we're going to be leaving in the autumn, uh, we'll be able to do a secondary yard sale and see what we can get away, you know, get rid of that. Um, if I can, you know, get a couple bucks for, for my sofa, uh, you know, I mean, got one of these big L-shaped, uh, you know, leather jobbies, uh, if I can get a few bucks for it and then spend a few bucks for one down there, that's probably smarter than trying to tetris it in the back of a huge u-haul truck yes uh and and see how much uh, how small of a haul truck i can get away with
1: yeah i mean and driving driving from maine to florida is going to be a pain in the butt enough driving the u-haul truck all the way down there is going to be is going to be nuts too Um,
2: which is going to be falling on my shoulders uh it's looking yeah, it's looking like uh, my parents and my wife will be driving um, their car, slash, and my car and her car, and I most likely will be driving the U-Haul the whole time.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, I mean, the, you, when we had talked about doing this as a topic, you had talked about you know just sitting here and asking me questions. So I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna turn over the, the reins of the show to you, and just kind of let you ask what you whatever you want to ask, and I'll answer as best as I can.
2: Okay. Well, uh, the, the first thing, which, I mean, obviously you have experience in this. I mean, I know it was five years ago, but you, uh, you both uh, have had the experience of rooting up and moving down um, and also have been there for half a decade. I mean, that's a significant amount of time. Um, yeah, come July, I know a lot of,
1: come July will be five years.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I know there's a, a lot of people who have made the dive and are back here in Maine within a year. Um now what would you say uh especially as a Disney fan or you know as somebody who likes uh like spending time there what would you say are maybe the top 3 pitfalls to stay away from when you make the move
1: Okay um the first one right off the bat is you're going to need to remind yourself and this is kind of a two in one um you're not on vacation It's going to feel like when you first move here, it feels like you're on vacation because you're in Disney World, right? Like, you know, but you have to remember that you live here now. When I got here, you know, I had money in my pocket and I burned through all of it because I was eating at different restaurants. I was buying souvenirs. I was acting like I was on vacation, but I wasn't. I was I, I, I live here now. The other thing is uh food. I put on a lot of weight when I first moved down here because all I wanted to do was eat churros and Mickey pretzels and Dole Whips and, once again, act like I was on vacation. So that is definitely um another one. And the other thing is you have to really learn learning what else is out there except for Walt Disney World and Universal and SeaWorld. Like... I it took me way way longer than it should have to get out and kind of experience the rest of Orlando, and right. once you do, you you find it's it's a really wonderful community. Uh, but before then, all I was was like I was going from like wor- from work to Disney to home, and like it was just one of those three places. Those were the only places that I went. So remembering, you're not on vacation, not overspending, not overeating. And remembering that the, you need to get to know your new community, and you get to you have to know where things are. Learn where the great restaurants are, because you know what? There's lots of cheap places to eat too. It's not just you know four dollar and fifty cent sodas and you know thirteen dollar hamburgers at Disney. Like there's so many little hole in the wall noodle places and like themed restaurants around here that are just wonderful. And when you kind of step outside the Disney bubble, loathe as we are to think about doing that. You mm-hmm. just realize there's this, like, and I have so many friends who have lived here their whole lives, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I've never been to Disney," and like to me that was wild. Like my like my world spun. I'm just like, "How did you live here this long and you you never go? Like it's right there. How do you exist with it being right there and not go?"
2: But right
1: to them it's just life. Like it's this is where you, and so it's gonna take a while for it to feel like home. But especially depending on where you are, because like my first apartment. If you walked out of my apartment and walked over by where the clubhouse was, you could, you could watch illuminations.
2: Really? There was a big
1: open field. Um, I lived at Century Champions Gate in Davenport and there was this big, huge open field with like cows and orange groves directly across from the property. And from there, you can see the very tippy top, uh, like sliver of spaceship earth. You could see, uh, the Tower of Terror off in the distance and you could see Mm -hmm. Everest. So at night you could see multiple fireworks shows. Wow! Uh, and you could and you. I remember my first night, like my first night there that I wasn't at Disney, I had my window open and I could hear the fireworks too, like very softly off in the distance. It wasn't that close, but mm-hmm. I, it, it all depends. So it's very easy to kind of get swept up in it. It's important to it's important to just kind of re, like establish a new normalcy, right? Because, I mean, and I know the way you go on Disney trips. You're go, 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 go. You always have an itinerary. You always have every minute of every day planned out. I've done Disney trips with you, so I learned it firsthand. (laughs) And, like, sometimes when you live here, it's just like, hey, you know what? I got time after work today. Let me wake up, open the My Disney Experience app, see what Fast Passes are available. Oh, okay. I see there's a Splash Mountain at at 6 o'clock. I'll I'll go to Magic Kingdom tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is nice to do. So I hope that answered your question in a very long window.
2: Yeah, hour. that no, that that definitely helps a lot. Um, now, and and I know uh, off air that this is something that we've talked about because obviously I visited you and actually you know stayed with you um, along with uh, making the trips um, and running into you or, or, or planning on a meetup. Um, it, it it's it, it, I'm kind of I, I'm kind of asking slash assuming. Uh, that that living uh, uh, living in this area, that it makes it hard when your friends from home come down that they kind of expect where you live here that it really shouldn't be a problem for you to be able to just show up and hang out.
1: Um, this is actually gonna go both ways um, mm-hmm. because so from the one from the one perspective, yes, um, when people come down and they want and they really want you to come meet up, Sometimes they have to understand, and like, this is a thing that I had to make very clear to a couple people when they first came down. I am not on vacation. I am, right. you know, you're on vacation. You've been planning this for like a year. I am here every day of my life. And I, as such, I have work to do. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to, you know, like I have daily responsibilities that have to be done. And when, when those are out of the way, I'm more than happy to, make time for you in my schedule to, to get over there and see you. Now, on the second half, if you have friends that are coming down that you are excited to see, you have to also remember they are on vacation. They're on their vacation. They are not there specifically to see you. They are there for Disney World and you are a happy accident that happened along the way. And you right. can't be offended if your friends like can't, like can't fit you into their day. And that was right. something I had to learn also. Like, you know, like, they, your friend, like, my friends are going to have, di- like, romantic dinners planned. They're going to have things they want to do with just their kids. They don't always want their buddy who lives in Orlando. Like, a, a friend coming for, for a vacation in Orlando does not mean they have to meet up with you. And I've had plenty of friends that have come down where I just, we couldn't make it work. Like, they were here yep. and we just weren't able to get together because my schedule, their schedule, etc., um, so mm-hmm. both sides of the equation there have to not be offended because you're in two completely different frames of mindset. You're the vacationer and you are the, the resident. Um, yes. The other thing that like, so it, it's funny because Becky, your wife is coming down next month and she's staying with me and we're going and she's now making her like plans, which you normally do. And so right. she keeps asking me what I want to do. And I said to her, I said, Becky, I want you to do what you want to do. If I if I'm like I want to go on haunted mansion, I could go right now. I can go any day I want. Like when mm-hmm. I have friends that come down, when they ask me what I want to do, I say I want to do what you want to do.
2: You get to Great. drive.
1: If you want to go on a ride that I don't want to go on, that's fine. I'll grab a Mickey bar. I'll sit on a bench. You know, mm-hmm. like and, and I've done I've done that with you here. Like yeah. And on the, you know, I, I, the one thing that I did with you that I would have never done on my own, we waited 90 minutes for Space Mountain.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And the, as soon as you said the one thing I went, I know where he's going. Oh, Space Mountain. You're never going to live that one. Down. <laughs> no, I'm never going to live that one down. And, and, and that's fine. And, and I deserve that.
1: No, no. I, it was a good experience to remember what it's like to wait that long for that ride. Um But I mean, you know, when and when you're here for like every party, like you're here where you're here when they're doing the after hours events, you're here when they're Mm -hmm. doing not so scary, you're here when they're doing uh, very merry, Um, all all these like hard ticket events that exist outside of your annual pass. You also have to remember your budget in that moment as well, because that can be a big eater of funds. The, you know, because you think about it like, you know, you're coming down for a, for a week. Not So Scary is going on. Of course you're going to get tickets. This past year, I didn't go to Not So Scary or Very Merry just because right. it, it didn't fit in my plans.
2: Yeah. Um, and and this last trip, we didn't do – I mean, because we've done Not So Scary just about every year that we've gone down. Yeah. I did um, it with
1: you guys the one year, and we did the theme yeah, costumes.
2: Yeah, Yes, you did. Oh, my – yeah. We we had a great time watching the Anderson sisters uh, really belt it out. Yeah. Um, but this this last time we didn't bother uh, because of the opening of uh, Galaxy's Edge. Right. Um. I wanted to spend I wanted to spend my time and money, um, uh, building a lightsaber and hanging out in Batu over, um, you know, not so scary. Which, as fun as it was, I've I've done it plenty of yeah, times. Yeah,
1: it's been there, done that kind of thing. It doesn't change very much every year. Um, so I totally understand that. Um. All right. What else? What else you got?
2: Okay. Um, so, and, and this kind of is, which, uh, you know, hopefully people will understand, but this kind of is an, an outside of Disney thing. Um, what would you, because you said you have, you have developed, uh, um, you know, a, a care for the actual community that you're in. Um, what, what would you say, um, are, are probably a couple of the hidden gems, you know, or or it, whether it's experiences or food or, oh, wow, I, I, I was surprised to find out that this was here, um, that you find outside of Purple Signs.
1: So, I mean, if you like escape rooms, boy, howdy. <laughs> There's a lot of escape rooms.
2: I love escape rooms, actually.
1: There's a number of escape rooms. Um, There is, there are just, there are a lot of spas. There's like, um, um, I'm trying to think of like what the word there's an indoor skydiving area. I think it's still there. International Drive. Mm-hmm. There's so many things to do on International Drive. Whether it's right. a bar or a club. But like as far as food goes, like there's a Dragon Ball themed noodle shop that I'm still dying to go to that I haven't gone to yet. My favorite hangout here is a place called the Geek Easy. It is a bar in the back of a comic book store.
2: Ah. Well it used to, that sounds
1: it, it, it used to be that you had to go through the comic book store and then like like the wall in the back opened up like it was a speakeasy and you would go right. you'd go through that door to get into the bar now mm. they have the entrance to the bar next to the comic book store but, right so as you walk in there's like ar- there's like old arcade games uh Marvel versus Capcom they used to have the simpsons there i don't think they have it anymore but then when you go into the bar it's like a, it's a small bar it's like really tiny right but it's like um they have like uh drawings of like heroes on the wall like you see a silhouette of Goku and Superman arm wrestling or you know like the turtles right. and whatnot and then they have really cool themed drinks but they do a lot of events there a lot of there's karaoke there every friday night like geeky karaoke mm-hmm. and oh it's such a cool place such a That's... cool place i love the geekies easy up and down um i mean there's downtown Orlando. There's an all year round Christmas bar. There's an all year round Halloween bar. There's mm-hmm. um, there is Lake Eola Park, which is gorgeous. Lake Eola Park is one of my favorite places to walk. Um, there's the Dr. Yep. Dr. Phillips Theater, which they like when when a Broadway show is touring and they come through Orlando, yep. they play at the Dr. Phillips.
2: Awesome. There's that's, also that's the, great.
1: There's also an outdoor amphitheater at Lake Eola Park that's actually called the Walt Disney Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And, um, they do shows there sometimes, uh, concerts and whatnot. Um, I mean, you've got the, um, uh, I was just, the name of it is escaping me right now. The, uh, I don't know if it's the Amway Center. It's where the Ma- the Orlando Magic play. And there's, right. there's concerts there. Yeah, the, I think it's the Amway. Yeah. The, there's concerts there. The Solar Bears play there. And you've got the Orlando City soccer team, which, you know, yep. I know you're a big soccer guy. And they have a huge huge stadium right outside downtown Orlando. And it's actually Mm. real fun when you go into downtown Orlando on a night where, like, um, there's a a game going on because everybody parks in the city and then, like, either shuttle buses or walks to the arena. And it's just – downtown Orlando is just a sea of purple, purple and gold. Yeah. You just see it everywhere.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish their football club was better. It would it, it'll make it easier to cheer for them. But <laughs> hey, hopefully.
1: But I mean, like <laughs> I don't know. Do they ever play? Do they ever play Manchester?
2: Oh no, no, that's that's it's a different. League. Uh, that, that's yeah. That that that's that's little league versus the Red Sox, man. That's, oh, okay. uh, that's just not gonna happen. Um, I, I my hope is though is that um because uh United do a lot of America trips in yeah. preseason that um you know that maybe they'll pick. Uh, Orlando as a place that they do that. I could see that happening.
1: Um,
2: But, you you know. And that was was actually another question is, uh, do you find, uh, I I guess an expat would probably be the word that you would use, but do you find in in your daily life in in the Orlando area that there are more people from somewhere else? Yes. That you'll find. Typically when I meet a new person,
1: I say, so where are you from? right because more often than 9 times out of 10 they're from somewhere else and they've moved here whether they moved here to work at Disney or whether they moved here just because they wanted to get away from where they were most people i meet it's very rare that i'll meet someone who's been like yeah i've lived in orlando my whole life but i i have met a few um mm-hmm. but some of them are from like other areas of florida uh i mean there are you've got full sail university university of central florida and valencia college all in Orlando. So you do have a lot of college people.
2: Right. Uh,
1: and plus you have the Disney college program.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, you know, yep. like adds a lot of college age people in here as well. Um, there is a lot of theater going around as well, which I know like Becky is all into. And I-, I honestly would love to have more time so that I could audition for things. But I
2: have so little time as it is. Um, right. Yeah, that's where that's where she is right now actually is at uh, rehearsals. Reharsal,
1: yeah. Um I yeah, I think that um most people are transplants when you come here, which is also really weird when you're driving because it's like there's not like a stereotypical kind of driver, like you know, ah, oh, New Jersey drivers. Like you're getting so many different kinds of dri- and and when you take, I mean, I take I fork over the money to take the toll roads because I can't handle Interstate 4. Like, it's the main artery of where to go everywhere in Orlando, and so you get mm-hmm. a lot of people that are just kind of leisurely driving on their vacation, but then you have the guys that are trying to get to work, so, you know, it, right. it, it and it's the road of never-ending road work, too, so, yeah, that's always, <laughs> a, that's always a pain. You're going to find also that, like, sw- switching over to, like, Disney stuff for a second, like, your patience for things will change. Whereas, whereas, like when you're when you're vacationing, you're like, heck yeah, I'm gonna wait for happily ever after and watch the fireworks, and I'll just deal with the crowd of people trying to get out of Magic Kingdom. When once you've lived here for a while, like you see the you hear the music for the fireworks start, and you sprint for the exit. Like, yeah, it's um, yeah, and and always having your car is also something that you're gonna really enjoy. It's gonna change the way you do the parks not having to rely on disney transportation. as much as we love disney transportation, not having to wait for it allows you to do a lot of things faster.
2: right. yeah. yeah, that was uh you know when uh when i came down and and stayed with you, you know, those those few days or whatever. it was nice to just you know, hop in the car and, and to the next place. yeah. i mean, it, it, other than the uh the melted candy in the backpack, but <laughs>
1: well, i mean that's going yeah, to happen you anywhere. I,
2: yeah, well, I mean, seeing it was a gift for the child, um, it, it ended up being funnier that it melted into one huge gummy. Yes. Then it like that is that is a story that will be told till the uh, the end of time. Ah, oh, that's really. Funny. So it was worth it. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's. Um, all right. So what else? Uh, what else can I uh, illuminate for you on this?
2: Hmm, that's a really good question. I mean, because you've kind of hit a lot. Of uh, a lot of the things that that you would wonder about. Well, Um,
1: you're going to go to Disney Springs a lot more than you've ever gone before.
2: Yeah, that's another thing,
1: because like I went to I was at Disney Springs last night because I went to see Sonic.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm I'm. very very excited about having a an actual imax theater because it's
0: a dolby theater, being it's so, yeah, yeah
2: being in central maine uh the the closest imax theater is way too long for me to to bother driving to
0: there's
1: there's imax at like Sinopolis and regal and then amc at disney springs has um dolby which is the same thing but like with the with the reclining chairs and like the rumble in the mm-hmm. in the seat and so I saw Sonic right. and Dolby last night and it was wonderful. Yeah. And it's also really cool like when big movies come out, like, you know, especially a big Disney movie. Disney Springs goes all out. Like when the like the Avengers, they had a red carpet rolled out. They were interviewing people outside for for end game. Uh, like Mark mm-hmm. Daniel was out there interviewing people. Uh, they were playing the Avengers music all throughout Disney Springs. It was oh it was so neat.
2: So that's so. It. that yeah that's that's one thing that uh, I I'll be excited about. I know our local theater is as as small and and uh, inconsequential as it is. Mm-hmm. Um we we've had yeah we we've had a few fun experiences. Uh it was better back when uh, more Stephen King movies were coming out seeing, you know, he lives right down the road. Um but uh it, we we would have you know small gatherings you know the local uh troopers and get a guy that the you know first. has built yeah. an art yeah we get a guy that's built an r2d2 uh is, so you know that that that's fun but um you know having having the promotional muscle of disney behind it, it's uh obviously going to be much better
1: oh totally and you know the another thing to think about is, you know, I know, you know, Becky obviously was on Heroes of Cosplay. I know you guys like conventions and whatnot, but you haven't been going to as many. There's conventions here, like Megacon. Right. Megacon is, I mean, it's not the size of a New York or a San Diego Comic-Con, but it's it's pretty darn close. Like, it's big. Mm-hmm. Megacon is huge. Takes up the Orlando Convention Center. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And every couple of years, Star Wars Celebration rolls into town. Right. Because they kind of, like... It'll go to Anaheim. It'll go to Tokyo, and it comes to Orlando. So, I think the next one is is I, I don't actually I don't know where the next one is because I think they just did Tokyo. Hmm. Yeah. I don't could be. What, I don't remember the last one they did, but I I know it's not that's Orlando this year. Um, right. But yeah, that's always a lot of fun. I mean, I did that. Um, I did that a couple of years ago. Last time I was in town, and it was brilliant. I loved it. Nice. Um, You know, the other great thing is that I know you guys have friends from all over the world, right? Um, And the beautiful thing about living in a place like this is you are in a place where all of your friends are pretty much at some point or another going to come. Yeah. Um, Nobody was going to come visit you in in the middle of Maine.
2: But, you know. (laughs) Man, isn't that the truth? (laughs)
1: Everyone's going to come visit you if you live in. like There are members of my family that I see more now than I saw when I lived in Jersey.
2: Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Cause they're always, yeah, that, anyway. that was, yeah, that that was the big discussion with the daughter. Um, cause it, she doesn't do well with change and it's like, well, you're going to college anyways, out of state. It doesn't matter where you're going to come visit dad. Um, it's going to be somewhere. So might as well, you know, it, it, It's it, it, that, and as the dad of a soon to be college age child, um, the flights from New York, which is where she's looking to go to school, the flights from New York to, uh, on JetBlue to Orlando are pennies on the dollar compared to New York to Bangor, yeah, Even though it's even, half, it's even though it's half the distance, I, I go uh, it's twice I, yeah, as much.
1: I go to uh, I go up to Jersey once a month uh, for wrestling, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I mean, I, I got a flight today that was round trip. For my next UWA show, for, it was 130 bucks round trip.
2: Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I totally feel you on that. What do you like... Now, when you're down here, I assume... you know, the, the beautiful thing is, because you've done the annual pass thing before, but now you're mm-hmm. going to have options for your annual pass that you never had before. Right. So, I mean, I would recommend... What I did when I moved down here was, once I had my new address, I went to the bank... And I changed my address at the bank before I moved. And then when I, when I mm-hmm. got down here, I had from the bank, printed on bank letterhead, a, um, a, sta- a bank statement. Right. That is an acceptable proof of residence. So mm-hmm. I gave that over to the people, because I didn't have my Florida license yet. So I gave that over to the nice folks at guest relations and got my annual pass that way. Now, when you have an annual pass as a Florida resident, you, and I know you know this, but I'm explaining to people at home. They, um, <clears throat> you can pay monthly for it, almost like a gym membership. So right. you can get the, so there's, there's one pass that's just Epcot, like after 4 p.m. And that's like just for weekdays. There's a weekdays only pass.
2: So is that called the alcoholic pass? Yeah, or? right.
1: It should be. Um, Ugh. there is the, you're going to see a whole new world of, of drunk people when you live here and go to Epcot as much as I do. <laughs> um, then there's the Silver Pass, which blocks out most of the summer. And then, like, Christmas week and, like, spring break. The Gold Pass right. only blocks off spring break and Christmas week. So it's, like, a week in the spring, a week in December, and then you're good. Platinum. Right. Yeah, with Platinum, there's no blockout dates. And mm-hmm. with Platinum Plus, there is... um. No blockout dates and you get, uh, the water parks.
2: Man, I can't wait to not buy that one because I'll never go to the water parks. Dude,
1: I had Platinum Plus all last year. I didn't go once to the water parks. I was so mad at myself.
2: I'm not saying I just said that because I knew that as a fact. Yeah, like, uh, I, I went,
1: I went to a DVC event with a friend. And it was at Typhoon Lagoon, and I was like, "Wow, this was really fun! I should totally get a water park pass and come to the water parks more." And then I never used it. And what's what's insane is also I have a pass for SeaWorld's Aquatica because it came with my SeaWorld mm-hmm. pass, and yeah. for Volcano Bay, and I haven't done those either.
2: Oh man, I I I remember because I think it was uh, I think it was when I stayed with you in January. I remember you talking about. Like, oh, yeah, I got the water park pass, and I'm so excited to go. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so excited for you to go, too. And then by the time I saw you in May, you hadn't gone once. And I just never brought it up again.
1: Nope, never went. Not one single time. And I was really excited to go to Blizzard Beach because I like Blizzard Beach a lot. But never happened. Uh, So now are you going to – so for Disney, when I got it, it was like $112 down. And then you pay the monthly after that,
2: but they charge you for
1: your first month, like right after that.
2: Yeah. Uh, I was actually, I was just looking at it because of um, the rate change um, that annually comes up. Uh, I, and I was looking at the Florida pass holder, uh, you know, what the, what the Florida rates are because the next time I will be down is when I'll be a Florida resident. Right. Um, and it uh I believe the site said now that it's one fifty down.
1: Okay. I had a feeling they were gonna raise it.
2: Yeah. But it was you, only, 150 you down. only do that once. Like right.
1: when your year is up, you just pay the new monthly.
2: Mm. Like the full bad into your say, monthly payments. Yeah, I, I will say that uh, uh because I am I do have the uh Disney Premier visa that I are by the time we get down there I will be able to pay off my whole annual pass if I want to. Um I have enough uh you know free Disney dollars to pay the the down payment right now anyway. So good. I, yeah. I I'm planning ahead on that.
1: Yeah, definitely. The um Universal you have to put substantially more down. I think it was like two fifty down for Universal or something, maybe even more than that. Um but their monthly okay. is much lower. Um like Universal I think I pay like twenty something a month. And that's like with no blockouts except for like Volcano Bay during the summer before 4 p.m.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, out in Los Angeles where, or I should say studio city where universal studios is in, in Los Angeles. Um, they were having rates of, you know, buy the first day and get the rest of the year free. I mean, it was like 150 bucks for like a year pass. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's it's not even I mean even though it's it's spread out it's not even half of what uh, they have in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, they literally only have half of the uh, uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Right.
1: They only have Hogsmeade. They don't have Diagon Alley.
2: Correct. Now, are you going to get the, are you going to get the, Universal the, and SeaWorld tri- passes when you're here? Um, uh, Universal probably will happen. Uh, SeaWorld, I had. Um, Jeez, I don't think I've been to SeaWorld since Mara was five and she's 16.
1: Yeah, I, sh- so, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take you to SeaWorld because I usually get discounts and free passes with my annual pass. It's so cheap that I was just like, why not? Because mm-hmm. so it's no money down and it's only like 15 bucks a month. Yeah. And that's like for SeaWorld uh, that, and Aquatica together. Right.
2: My, my concern, and it's something that I got to be smart about, which, you know, you kind of brought up about, uh, you know, earlier about being frugal with your money is, uh, you know, the, oh, well, it's only 15. Oh, well, it's only 20. You know, that's how you, that's how you end up with 15 streaming services and you're paying more than you paid with cable. Exactly. So, um, but the,
1: the other reason why I keep SeaWorld, even though I very rarely use it is because when I have friends come to visit and they, like, they don't want to spend the money to go to Disney or Universal, I can typically get them minimum 50% off of a SeaWorld pass with my annual
2: pass. Right.
1: So, it's kind of like the place that I take people that don't want to drop the, the funds to go to. And sometimes, and sometimes I get free passes to take people. Like, if they, they ah. do it as a promotion. Because so, SeaWorld's hurting. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to Legoland, but I've heard that that's pretty cool. Uh. hmm And, uh, there's, you know, Tampa is also 45 minutes away and they've got my brother lives there. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much everything.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, the other, uh, the other great thing
1: is like, I don't know if it was like, because in New Jersey, it was like central air conditioning in an apartment or a house was like a luxury. Like, oh, it has central air. That's great. Here, every place has central air conditioning. Most communities Whether it be an apartment complex or a gated like HOA type housing community, will have some Mm -hmm. kind of communal pool. So, you know, it's like a whole different kind of world. And then also remember, you've got the Space Coast about an hour away when you're when you're here. So you you have the beach as well. Mm -hmm. You have the Space Coast about an hour away, and then you're about two and a half hours away. From the best main beach in the entire mainland United States, which is CST Key Beach,
2: right. So hmm. lots yeah. to do. Uh, yeah, lots lots to do, and I'll uh, knowing me, I'll I'll find the the twelve things that I like to do and do that until the end of time.
0: Well, and the other thing is like
1: <laughs> like is are there any like have you ever been to the Festival of the Arts? Epcot.
2: Uh, no, I've missed the Festival of the Arts. Um, Yeah. Not anymore. anymore. Yeah. Not. Yeah. That's which. uh, Yeah. Um. That's one big thing that I um, my uh, Orange Bird seems it there seems to be a revival of Orange Bird and a ton of artists um just wanting to do great stuff with him. So it 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 was it was it was a bummer to see all that stuff and know that I'm not going to be able to get any of it this year.
1: Yeah, and and Becky's missing it too yeah but she'll be here for i think flower and garden is going on while she's here
2: Mm, yeah i believe so
1: yeah i think it starts by then uh but i mean you'll be here for every festival you'll be here for you'll be here to see the turnaround for every holiday season anytime there's Mm -hmm. an opening you'll be here for it right so i mean and you'll be here for the i mean you're moving in the fall depending on when in the fall you'll probably be here on the 50th anniversary
2: yeah that that's that's a it was kind of a fitting thing how uh everything always seems to line up with me for you know some sort of large amazing walt disney slash walt disney world right. um yeah it, it, event
1: uh, you'll at least even if you're not here for the actual anniversary day you'll at least be here you know for the year that they're gonna celebrate it
2: yeah um yeah because I missed um I missed the actual date for the 60th anniversary at uh, Disneyland, Mm -hmm. but I was there within a year that I was able to, you know, get all the 60th anniversary cool stuff.
1: Yes. Yeah. And if you make friends with a cast member, you could always go to Cast Connection.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I have a couple of those.
1: Dude, it's so great to walk through Cast Connection and be like, oh, I like this mug. It's $5. Yeah,
2: that's great. That's that's way better than oh I like this mug it's thirty five dollars
1: yeah that's pretty much my my life every day but I'm not in cast connection all right well um anything else you wanted to talk about
2: or are we good I think we are good sir
1: all right man I am so psyched for you guys to move down here I can't wait um, and you know I, I just I just foresee great things I think this is I think you be- I think you've belonged here for a while and I think that you're gonna have an amazing experience living here.
2: I, I expect to. I, I usually uh, I don't try to set into things unless I know what I'm doing, you know, as as you've alluded to with how itinerary I, I do my trips. <laughs>
1: yeah, Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, without any further ado, that's going to do for two men in the mask this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Pete will be back later this week. We are filming on Tuesday morning, so we will have a new episode coming out for you guys then. Uh, in the meantime, please uh, check Pete out over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. And check him out at RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Of course, our good friend Dave Weikert, he's planning Disney vacations for all of you at no additional cost to you. So check him out as Magical Travel Dave on Facebook or email Disney Dave W at Verizon.net. If you're renting a Cribber stroller in Walt Disney World, check out KingdomStrollers.com. They will deliver a Cribber stroller right to you, and you will have a perfect, perfect stroller for your Disney strollings. And for me, of course, folks, please check out uh, the Morty Monster YouTube channel, my books on Amazon, and UWAElite.com for all of the UWA Elite shows. Uh, the UWA Elite Network, if you guys want to like watch what I'm doing, uh, six ninety nine a month, we have the UWA Elite Network, every UWA Elite show is on there, uh, and so uh, folks, uh, thank you again for joining us this and every week, Zach, any closing words?
2: Um, man, I, I can't tell you how excited I am for this uh, next year and a half to go by, so I can uh, really get down there.
1: I get you, man. Alright folks, keep, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives, we will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse.